When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Okay, I am very excited about this. Uh, that Whitney Houston hologram tour, it's not just an idea anymore. It's actually happening, and I don't mean they're planning for it to happen. I mean, it's happening. They debuted a uh, dress rehearsal for press the other day, and so now people are talking about it. We get to learn a little bit about it on the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. I This could be kind of huge, and I want to go to it. So this is uh, a concert featuring a hologram of Whitney Houston, but it's not just the hologram. So it's not like they just turn a hologram loose on a stage and you get to just watch a hologram of Whitney Houston. They have a full dance performance group. There's a band present. And uh, the name of it is uh, An Evening with Whitney, the Whitney Houston Hologram Tour. And they did have a dress rehearsal preview in Burbank last week. Uh, with a few dozen members of the media uh, present at it. Are you excited about this? Yeah, I'm very hesitant, only because I saw a little bit of this. It premiered on, um, so there's this show over in the UK called This Morning, and it shows up in my YouTube feed now, so I watch it occasionally, because I don't remember what story from over there got me on this. But anyway, regardless, it looks a little... um, when it when you see them next to real people, you're like, mm. but that said, I want to know what it feels like to see this in the room, the real world. Yeah. What I mean by that is like on TV, it looks really flat and I'm not sure it's going to look very lifelike. That said, when you're in that space, maybe that will change because here's what I am here for. And we've talked about this ever since we were promised Liberace was going to be going on tour. Which and he wears, never did. You know what, Bradley? You're holding out for Liberace on tour. I'm holding out for a flying car. Yeah. I really feel like that's got to happen any minute, right? I mean, one hopes, but we're also maybe five minutes away from the apocalypse and, you know, the coronavirus. So this I'm uplifting saying, message brought to you by Team Cobra. Who knows? But, um, I, I just hope the experience is better than what appeared on television. Let me put it that way. Because it just looks kind of like a movie. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, yes, I do know what you mean. And I've, I, I, I was prepared for that. Like, I don't think that, and maybe someday the technology will be su- such that we can raise people from uh, their ashes and, and have them, you know, do their turn on stage. And it looks so very real that you would be mistaken. I I think I was prepared for the fact that at least as the technology is today, it will look a little bit like you are watching a 3D movie. Yeah. And I'm I'm actually I feel good about that in the sense that there are other performers that will be now employed 
to be a part of this show. I've, I never got to see Whitney Houston live. Um, and I think that if you allow your, your mind to sort of travel away from the fact that this is a hologram, you can open yourself up to what that experience would be like. Yeah. I, I think it's super exciting. Now, the thing that I find interesting Originally, I thought these hologram concerts could make a mint. Yeah. Especially if you consider it doesn't, in this case, this isn't the case because the da- there's dancers who are live and there's a band who is live. But if they were ever able to recreate that whole experience, you could potentially be on multiple stages at the same time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And if theaters start having the technology that allows them to support the hologram, it seems to me, now I don't know anything, but it seems to me that you would be able to like send that out to multiple different well, theaters. It's kind of like the Met Opera, right? Like, yeah. um, they, you can go to theaters around the country and watch the opera live, and that's like a unique experience. It's not a hologram, obviously, but um, you can be in multiple places and still see a live performance. And then it becomes like a huge moneymaker for the estate, which, as you well know, the estate would appreciate, right? Like any estate does. Well, and I will say that the good thing about this Whitney thing, um, as I was reading it, is that um, her former manager and I think her sister-in-law, stepsister and former manager, Pat Houston, she was the one that was um, talking about this on this, uh, this morning show and talked about, well, and I don't know that I buy it, but she talks about this whole thing of like... This is what Whitney wanted, and she totally. I'm like, I think this is what the pay, like the people who want to get paid want. Yeah. Anyway, um, but she had had a conversation about wanting to do like an all acoustic concert and what that would look like, and Pat Houston basically is saying, you know, we're making that dream come true, which also is a really great talking point. What I'm just saying, like that's a great story. Yeah. To, yeah. No, it absolutely to hold this is. all together. But then you see it. So like the the the. Proof will be in the seeing. And I do feel like based on the reaction that people had to James Dean being brought back into movies that a lot of people are going to like run away from this. Like it's, you know, the plague. I'm going to run to it. Yeah. I'm definitely here to go see the complimentary performance provided for the media. I am not committing to like a hundred dollar ticket is what I'm saying. I don't want to pay. What would you pay for a hologram performance? I mean, $35. Because I kind of feel like. I was going to say 25. I feel like at this point, um, this is like a, this is kind of like a, um, what do you call those things? We're used to pay like five bucks and go look at the three headed man. Yeah, like a sideshow. Sideshow. It's kind of a sideshow. I do, but but think about this: like with no risk of the main performer becoming exhausted or like blowing her voice or any of that. Like you could, you they could. Well, if they didn't but have dancers, they could do like two a night. They could make so much money. But here's what I would prefer because I think you would be in the same place. You're not paying to go see a hologram in front of a bunch of people. Here's why. Yeah, I would just watch a video at home. You would just watch the hologram at home. Right. So, like, let's do that technology. Beam it to my living room. Yeah, because then I can dance with Whitney Houston. because you want to dance with somebody. When you want somebody who loves loves you. you. I just want, let the record show that is my second, that was my second Whitney Houston song joke of that segment. Go on. Were we counting? Do you I get was, bonus points? I was, okay. yes. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I mean, really, truly, this is the greatest love of all. See, now you're just going to make us all do it. Um, no, what I was going to say is Colleen is not showing up it. on a Wednesday night to see Whitney Houston's hologram. No, but I would, I would throw, I would throw up. I would show up on a Wednesday night to see a hologram once, meaning. I don't care whose hologram shows up for me first. I want to see a hologram live. Once I've done that, I don't know that I'm going to need to do it again. So if it's Whitney Houston, that's going to be the first hologram that arrives in my neighborhood. I'm going to go see that and then probably don't ever need to see another hologram. I just want to see a hologram performance. I think it looks, it sounds really cool. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, um, We have to talk about a very, very popular story that a lot of people have been chatting about. We've been avoiding it, (laughs) but it's time that we talk about the tongues. All right. After this, on my talk on 7 1. Okay, this is undoubtedly the biggest OMG story of the day. Chat on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And seriously, when you hear this story, you will say OMG. Yeah, so I don't know, maybe you've seen these headlines um, about the jars of preserved human tongues found in a Florida home. Pardon me, what? Jars of preserved human tongues. Found in a Florida home. When I see a headline uh like that, I think to myself, self. Get busy. Yeah. What? I need to understand who oh, has... Oh, you mean click on it, not like start preserving human tongues. Yes. Mm-hmm. I am not a f- human tongue fetishist. I am a creepy news story fetishist. Yeah. And so I went to find out about this headline, and I've seen these headlines for like the last few days, and I was like, let's just... We just need to talk about this, because I need to understand how a bunch of tongues end up in somebody's house. This also comes on the heels of a local story, which I debated talking about, and we should have just talked about it, but did you... Do you... I don't know the local okay. story. So you're looking at me like you're terrified. I am. <laughs> about the people who noticed something leaking from the apartment above them, and the thing that was leaking from the apartment above them was a human being who had passed away. I don't like that story. Did you not see this story? No. It went viral, and it was uh, not far from where I live, not that much further from where you live or Holly, that for that matter. Um, and these like two kids, I think kids, I think they were in their 20s, um, took these pictures and the pictures and video went viral because they were like, what's going on? And there was this like <laughs> stuff seeping in from the apartment above. Oh, no. Lo and behold, somebody through, I think, natural causes had passed away and science bodies tend to liquefy upon Mm -hmm. expiration Mm -hmm. but so those stories fascinate me and i know they're a little much but it happens and i think what do you do you move immediately well imagine if you will they find a bunch of preserved organs during a routine inspection of a foundation in the gainesville florida home uh, that was previously owned by one Ronald Bauman, a former University of Florida professor. Okay, real quick. So he's not living in that house anymore. His ex-wife is. Okay, so she's she's kicking it in her house. And they're like, hey, we got to inspect. She's like, cool, cool. That's great. All right, so here are the keys go in. And then they're like, tongues everywhere. Did she know about the tongues? So 
Yes, the way that I read it, it sounded like uh, it sounded it sounded like she. Everybody had forgotten that these tongues were there, and they were in a crawl space. Can you imagine? Um, I mean, I can't imagine what that tastes like. Now, okay, sorry. I see what you did there. Um, originally, and it's his ex-wife who now owns the house. They. Um, quote, had completely forgotten that these specimens were in this crawl space. And apparently he was a researcher and had been doing research all the way back in the 60s and 70s and would bring home his tongue specimens. He was a world-renowned pathologist and a researcher. So he brought his work home with him, and his work just happened to be tongues. Some of the specimens go back to the early 60s um, when, you know, the laws regarding bringing tongues home home were different i don't even know what you can do now um and his wife was like oh yeah i forgot those were in there okay so it's not so very quickly you learn that the story was one of just like happenstance it's kind of like another story that i experienced and i'll tell you about that in a moment wherein like you imagine you are doing some work on a home Mm -hmm. and you come you open up a chamber or you open up a wall yeah and you find jars of tongues. Okay, so that's I that's I don't like that dream. Like I have a version of a dream where you open up a wall and there's like a whole room behind it, but there aren't tongues in the room. There's like money or like yeah. I don't know, gold or pirate's booty, but not booty. <laughs> not actual, <laughs> not actual booty. booty. That would be kind of a whole different experience if you found jars of booty. True. Anyway, <laughs> Very quick, but in the moment you would think, "Oh my God, what have I walked into?" Well, yeah. And your heart would just stop. Even just the, the blood would draw, draw, drain from your face, rather. Just the headline alone, you immediately because it's twenty twenty, and we can't have nice things. Your brain goes to something criminal or murdery or not on the up and up. But it sounds like this guy just, you know, you know, some lawyers bring home legal briefs in their briefcase. He brought home tongues. The weird thing is, is that they were stored like, how do you forget that? Don't you do, like, are you a hoarder? Because I feel like at the point at which you're you're forgetting that there are jars of tongues. But if it's house, not a big deal that you deal with tongues all the time. But don't you, you have might, an awareness that that's a little I don't weird? Know. I would I would hope so. But like, I'm thinking about crawl spaces in my house and I'm like, what even is down there? You know what I mean? Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I mean, like stuff that we've stored away. Like, I'm pretty I, sure you don't have tongues. No, we don't have tongues. But if tongues were as normal as, um, yeah, I, you know, my old dolls. You might have a possum. 
Rude. I, I hope I don't. I now get what I'm you're, worried that there's a possum in my house. A dead one? Or Stuff. alive for that matter. One I don't babies. know. Okay. Holly, you're fired from this segment. <laughs> you're a raccoon. Okay, you're going to take a break. Yeah, the raccoons, <laughs> those will get you. Shut it down. In your sleep. They'll chew your throat. They just like um, to look at you. Okay, okay enough, so back enough. to the actual story. I said you're fired from the segment. <laughs> so back to the actual story. The, the thing I was going to relate is, yes, I totally get what you're saying, but like... It's kind of like when I start talking about pop culture in the way we talk about it on the show yeah. with people outside of the show. Right. I still have an awareness that I'm weird. So I would right. hope that if you were carrying around jars of body parts somewhere in your noggin, smart like, person oh, that you are, tongues in the basement. that you would have the ability to, you know, put two and two together. Regardless, the good news is for those who came up across the tongues, the tongues are totally fine. And they're on the up and up. Yes. Now, they have contacted the people who are missing their tongues. And, they and there's no, no comment. Because <laughs> they have no tongues. When we come back oh! on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got some celebrities behaving badly. We have a name for them, and that name is D-Bags. We're going to tell you about them after this. My Talk 1071. Oh, celebrities behaving badly. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hello. And we have a name for those celebrities behaving badly. That name is... D-Bag. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Who's your D-Bag? Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, no. What'd she do? Well, uh, Holly brought this up, and I thought we need to talk more about this. Uh, The no makeup party that she hosted at her house. Oh, yeah. Where she told celebrities they had to show up and they couldn't wear makeup because it was just going to be like a whole like gals just galling around. Girls, let's get together, not, and wear, like, makeup. not wear makeup, and let's bleep the patriarchy. Yeah, exactly. And um, they were uh, they they had topics to discuss topics. during the party, what? including shame. Doesn't sound like a party. Okay, it looks like a party. Like the tablescape is gorgeous. Um, there were celebrities there like Demi Moore and Rumor Willis and Kate Hudson. But here's the thing. Um, let's talk about celebrities and their skincare regimes. Like if I like were real ones, or if fake I ones? were a person whose face was my business and I had makeup artists and estheticians at my beck and call. Mm-hmm. I would have awesome skin too. Yeah. And I would look amazing without makeup too. But then you'd say like, I just use ivory soap. These women look unbelievable without makeup. They are an anomaly. Yeah. I don't get the point of this experience other than to make us all feel bad. Right. Because I'm like, okay, guess what you'll never, ever get from me. An appearance at a makeup-free party. You yeah. don't want that. You may think you want that, Gwyneth Paltrow, but you don't want my troll showing up at your no-makeup party. Everybody would leave. All I'm saying is they look also all this amazing is lies. with no makeup. Right? It feels they very all have makeup on. Makeup. They have makeup on. Look at the lip gloss. Look at the... Um, somebody's either got fake lashes or... That is just, and they've all put self-tanner on for like the week before. Yep. Mm-hmm. This is just lies. Yeah, I know. Lies! You know, it's just, it is, it's lies. It's full of lies. 
just very lie. I don't like being lied to. Oh God. All, and also, who is this making feel good? Like, what if, if your brand is the to, person who looks the best yeah. with no makeup? Yeah. Well, that's a status thing. Yeah. How I, good can I look without well, makeup? Yeah. yeah, that you're absolutely right. And but what I'm saying is that, like, for the average Jolene. You look at that photo and think, I'm a troll. Right. Well, and what happened? Because my face doesn't look like that. I guarantee this is what happened at that party, too. I guarantee you, because this is what happened at that party. Everybody arrived and they were all talking to each other and they would be like, oh my gosh, you look beautiful without makeup. Why do you ever even wear it? You do. No, you look so beautiful without makeup. Oh my God, no, you totally do. You aren't wearing anything, are you? Oh my you? gosh, but I, have you ever, you probably have never noticed how beautiful your eyes are without makeup. You don't need makeup. You're so, oh, you and know, your skin had like is so perfect. A can of White Claw and yeah. no and food. Exactly. They were eating twigs. No, they weren't eating twigs. They don't eat. That's true. Yeah. They were looking they at the tablescape. Things. Yeah. They were comparing food photos from their Instagram of food they don't actually eat. <laughs> Because they I do just, it all. I'm on this to is you, yeah. This is, is all just I'm all saying. lies. Because they don't eat yet. Um, they eat all, everything. Because a, a real sexy woman doesn't wear makeup, though. Looks like she's wearing makeup. Yep. She doesn't eat, though. She loves to eat a cheeseburger. Yeah. She's just gonna stuff her face with a cheeseburger. Bitch, please. Uh, this is what I wanted <laughs> to see. Like what I wanted to see from the Gwyneth Paltrow no makeup party was everybody looking like trolls. Also. Can I just point out the obvious in some of these photos? What? That's some real grainy filters. Yeah, that there's that too. It's not very 4K. <laughs> like technology is such with phones, and I feel like Gwyneth Paltrow, etc., have the latest iPhone experience with the four f- lenses on yeah. it. Yeah. And yet the like I would be I would not want to post photos that were this grainy. She does say no makeup, no filter. Yeah, that's because... Lies? I don't know if it's lies, but look how grainy those photos are as compared to, like, your phone. Yeah. I don't know. I'm... I just... Anything Gwyneth Powell... I'm I'm never going to give her a pass. No, I, I agree with you. Yeah. Nor am I. And And the truth is, I just will never get her a pass. Give her a pass. I was going to try to be like magnanimous but i don't no, know you why. don't have to yeah. i don't know why you she, are i am never gonna meet gwyneth paltrow no. in my life because i i always do have that moment where i'm like you know someday what would you say to her if if she was like if she came in to promote a book mm-hmm. what would we do i mean i don't we would kiss her butt first of no, all but, yeah. but we couldn't at this point we would have five years ago this is true five years we ago we would have lied this bell. because we've done this before yeah we had Fair Abraham on our show, and the minute she left our show, we we're like, "You guys, that just happened." <laughs> because we couldn't bring ourselves. Well, first of all, we couldn't get in a word in edgewise, but second of all, we're just not very good at confrontation. Today, I think we would know that about ourselves, yeah. and we would say, "You know what? I don't think Gwyneth Paltrow knows what we are." You know what I think I would say? Honestly, I really do think I would say this to her. I want to like you. Tell me, like. Help me understand you because I don't think you understand me. <laughs> Help me understand no, you. No, because I don't think you understand me. Yeah. I don't think you understand what the life of an actual human is like. Well, and I don't think anybody's getting a, a good answer to that question. No. Like, if you were to say to her, we have serious issues with you and this is why, 
she would make us feel bad about ourselves. Well, she would probably. She's already making us feel bad about ourselves for that's not true. for looking, looking like, like trolls, trolls when we makeup. don't have makeup on. Yeah, but I do. I feel like she would. She would do something cute where she would acknowledge that she's richer than everybody in this building, and then she would go, you know. But and I realize, like, I'm not like the average woman, but you know, people like this is what people strive for, and I'd be like, I strive to kick you in the butt. You wouldn't say that to her. I would say it with my eyes. Okay. Oh. I don't know how you say that with your eyes. Oh, you Show know me. how I say it with oh, my well, eyes. <laughs> don't even get me started. <laughs> um, I have a D bag. Oh, tell me about it. Or are you done? I'm done. Okay. Yeah. You sure? Yeah. You're positive. I'm positive. Okay. The royal family is my D bag today. <gasps> We've already talked about them like twice now because we talked about They're it in the blind a item. A lot of time on our show today. Um. So here's what I want you to do. Please go to the Instagram link that I've provided in today's Lord and Lady D-Bag segment. Okay. And, Aww, oh, it's a cute little baby so photo. Cute. Oh. Yeah, you just scrolled forward, right? Oh. So no, imagine I, I just saw the, I, um, ju- I just read the, oh, wow, the caption. Imagine my horror, horror, yeah. whereupon the face Basically, an eight by ten like publicity photo of Prince Andrew comes across my Instagram feed, and he looks—he just looks maniacal, right? He's like, yeah. I mean, not as a baby, but as an adult. No, but I didn't see the baby photo. So to be fair, it's a slideshow, and the one that came through on my Instagram feed that I saw was a an eight by ten of Prince Andrew. And the caption, it's from the royal family's Instagram account, and it says, "On this day in 1960, Prince." Andrew was born at Buckingham Palace, the first child born to a reigning monarch for 103 years. Happy birthday to the Duke of York. So when I saw that, I thought to myself, is today the day that we really want to lead with an 8 by 10 glossy of the current um, worst child of the royal family? Yeah. A guy who's been accused of taking advantage of a 17-year-old girl. When the headlines today are uh, include pictures of him alongside Peter Nygaard, who has just been arrested for uh, allegedly plying underage girls to his private island where he brutally and disgustingly raped them. Yeah, yeah. And and all, there's pictures of him walking alongside Prince yeah. Andrew, is yeah. this the message so it's we're giving? Not that today. I don't think a mother should congratulate her child on another year of making it around the planet. I just don't know that for your big, you know, public statement, today is the day, or this week is the week, or this month is the month, or this year is the year that you really want to put him up front and center. Right. Also, my favorite is Francis LP two, who was the first comment underneath the royal family's quote. Hmm. I'm not sure this message is appropriate considering what he's been a part of. Yeah. 4,307 likes. Yep. And tons of people roasting the royal family for posting this. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah, I... Like, maybe just take the year off. Like, he'll have another birthday. He hopes. I mean... Also, yeah. Like, we don't need to celebrate his birthday. We know he's around. Make him a cake. Yeah. 
Exactly. Take him to Chuck E. Cheese. I don't know. Uh, no, don't oh, take don't, him to Chuck sorry, E. Cheese. Sorry, that was a bad wow, idea. Colleen. <laughs> Whoa, whoops. That was the lie he used to get what out of... What was the name of that dumb pizza place that he said he was at instead of having... Uh, I think it was like touchy Essentially feelings. raping a young woman. Pizza Express. Oh, thank you. Pizza Express. Yeah, You always remember when you... Okay. And then a pizza party. Yeah. Everybody remembers that. Yeah. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, are we going to call this a D-bag double down? Yes. Uh, sometimes a one segment is not enough to contain all the D-baggery in Hollywood. And so we have a little spillover. We're going to talk about Wendy Williams after this on My Talk 1071. Oh, we've had some D-bag spillover. Um, oh. There's another D-bag we have to confront on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071. Full of them. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And uh, it's time for a little D-bag double down. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Wheel. Okay, so. Uh, we need to talk about Wendy Williams again because she's still talking or not or kind of. And she said some things. Mm-hmm. Now, you'll remember yesterday we thought maybe she would have responded by now to a really tasteless joke that she made at the expense of a woman who was brutally murdered just days before. Yeah. Yeah. Those the- are true words. Yes. And it has to deal with that family therapist, Amy Harwick, who was murdered, allegedly attacked by her ex-boyfriend. And on Wednesday's, or excuse me, Tuesday's show, I think it was Tuesday, Wendy Williams, um, because the the whole thing is she used to date Drew Carey. Yeah, they were host, engaged. Host of Price is, right. Price is Right. And that show had taken a hiatus and she's like, oh no, Drew didn't kill her. This other guy did. Come on down. Come on down. What? She just died. She was brutally murdered by her ex. And you're going to make a joke? Horrible timing. So bad. Horrible joke. Horrible awful, period. Awful, so awful, awful. So we thought, okay. And can I just say, to her, to the credit of the audience, they were fully silent. Yeah, literally the audience was like, <gasps> Yeah, it was bad. Um. So then we all thought maybe on Wednesday's Wendy Williams show, Wendy Williams would mention her joke and perhaps apologize much like she's done twice this month when uh, she told gay people they shouldn't wear skirts or heels or celebrate Galentine's Day mm-hmm. because that's a battle we need to fight yeah. or when she uh, threw everyone uh, with a cleft palate under the bus yeah, when to she make was fun of Joaquin, Joaquin Phoenix, Phoenix. Yeah. right? It was so bizarre this month for her. So Yesterday, she did say something. Oh, good. Okay, so she apologized. Well. And atoned for her stupidity. But remember, this is the D-bag double down. Oh, geez. No, so she so, didn't. So perhaps we oh, still need to have a conversation girl. with Ms. Williams. And that's why we're talking about her. Uh, okay, so she actually said on Wednesday very little about this issue. And in fact, did not apologize. What she did say, though was a uh, passing mention of the swarm of paparazzi and a firestorm of phone calls that she experienced on Tuesday. Okay. Which made me think, wait, 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 what? 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Um, Are you trying to make people feel bad for you? Cause because you had to people deal with... started to call you to ask you about the dumb... You're like oh, offensive I, thing you said? I had to deal with paparazzi yesterday. You have no idea. And all these phone calls that I was getting. Excuse me. It's because you put your foot in your mouth for the third time this month. Oh, I need her to take a break. Don't you feel like she? somebody needs to like... I'm starting to think that this is a feature and not a bug of Wendy Williams. Now, to be fair, this is nothing new in the sense that she often will say... But I think people weren't really paying attention that much. Right. To the old Wendy Williams until we all started paying attention when she was having some family drama and then she was having like physical problems and she was like falling on the show and not showing up to work. Remember, there were like weeks where she just didn't show up and she was clearly struggling with something. We're all like, we're here for you, Wendy. And then she comes back and we're like, you're back. And now she's just like unforced airing herself into oblivion to the point where like, I don't at what point do the people that are running the show go, you know, Maybe, maybe they'll take a page like her her um, you know Instagram fan page did and sort of uh, like girl we gotta go for a minute yeah they I, they shut down their their Instagram page for the time being because well Wendy Williams is just a little much right I now. think it would be hard to be somebody who works on that show who feels like you know they have to have a job right they have yeah. to show up every day and work for the man or the woman in this case. Um, and when the person who's the face of the show that you work for can't seem to figure out how to speak appropriately to the world, it can. I'm sure that that's a really difficult space to be in. So I feel for the people who she works with. And I know that if if she did take the decision to step back for a minute and just get herself together that would affect a lot of people i also like what is taking a step back gonna do like do you think wendy williams is gonna like because how many times is a person like i learned from this experience okay well like the first time right but like three in a month well i think what are we operating i think the point that we're at right now with what is what is it that oprah says via um my angela when somebody shows you who they are believe them yeah she's shown us on more than one occasion how intolerant and complete i mean listen I am not a prude. You can tell me some real raunchy jokes. You can say some really offensive things to me and I will be offended, but I will like, I I will recognize what's funny about them. The things she's doing are not offensive and funny. They're just straight up offensive. Yeah. Right. Well, and And I, (laughs) and I I feel like she's just cruel. 
Yeah, because we all say things that are inappropriate. And to be fair, I think we, uh, well, I don't, I'm not going to say, I have said things in private that I would never say in public and you can judge me accordingly. I would also understand that there is a reason why I'm saying it in private and not in public because I realize that it would be inappropriate and it would hurt somebody's feelings, right? Um, she doesn't seem to have that filter. I also just wanted to say too that she also her- has a pride in not having that filter. Yeah. Well, she came back actually, and this is what's frustrating to me is like I don't feel like she would have said this about this Amy Harwick story, but when she threw the gays under the bus, which by the way are her like biggest, not biggest, but probably a very large chunk of her fan base. Mm-hmm. She was like, well, I just told you I'm going to be who I'm going to be. I'm going to tell you like I see it. I'm going to say it like I do it. And I just I think that is such a lazy cop out. And I I think like you wouldn't say that you're not going to say that about Amy Harwick. Right. You're going to apologize because you were wrong. And you should have done that with the other situations that you've already stepped in because that's just the right thing to do. I did also just want to share with you quickly that her brother actually talked to um, I think Fox News or something and is demanding that she apologize. Yeah. I mean, I can't believe it's taken this long. My only guess is she doesn't know how to. She literally well, doesn't I don't think she know wants to how. Admit it. Yeah. Because even when she did it in the moment, you could see clearly that she didn't want to own what she'd done. She kind of looks around and realizes when her audience isn't laughing, like, oh, oh. Here's what I can understand. I can understand what it's like to be in a position like Wendy Williams, where your job is to get the laughs. And sometimes you might have this thing in your mind where you're like, I'm in, like, you're rolling on this funny train. Yeah. And so you think everything that comes out of your mouth, everybody's going to find funny. And then this terrible, offensive, off-color, horrible thing comes out of your mouth. (laughs) And thankfully, the audience doesn't bite on it. And that is your cue, girl. Well, yeah, that's when you go. I just really said something awful. Yeah. And what what I would have respected is if in that moment she was able to immediately acknowledge and it I've, and say something about it. And I've done that. I've said really inappropriate things and gone, ooh, yeah. that didn't sound the way I wanted it to yeah. sound or that just was not good. And you own it in the moment or you apologize at the next appropriate opportunity and you move on with your life. And the that shows is, that you're a good human being. She has had a number of appropriate opportunities since she said this and has not taken any of them. Yeah. And instead she just keeps showing up for work and she keeps on doing what she's doing and acting like this didn't happen. And um, I'm surprised that yeah. people haven't made her say something just knowing the world we live in. Well, I would just say, like, what is she saying to all those paparazzi that are calling her? Right? Like, she wants us to know she's been a victim of the situation and people are calling her. So she's acknowledging that something happened that made her a wanted woman. (laughs) What is she saying to them? That's what I want to know. Girl. Do better. better. Be better. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show. What's the Better best? Be in my mouth. Right? What's the best breakfast sandwich? Oof. You can call us. We're not going to be able to put you on the air. But you just can tell, tell us. Holly what's the best breakfast sandwich? Yes. Uh, on the Colleen and Bradley show. We'll be right back on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. 
So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.